The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Welcome to B-Movies and E-Books. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And man, I am a little under the weather today. Really? Yeah. yeah. And that sucks because... The, the winter blues? I got the spooky month blues. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so this is the first episode of the 2017 spooky month. And for any new listeners, uh, that means... <laughs> Prepare to quit the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is where we shed off our, our casual fans. Yeah, this is our yearly call of listeners. <laughs> Separates the wheat from the chaff. What we are doing, <laughs> we, are, we cover only Goosebumps for the month of October. <laughs> and what's funny is because we don't like release these the same day we do them. Generally, the second episode gets released sometime in the very beginning of November. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, but yeah, before we get into that, what's new with you, Brian? Um, Not too much. I I went and saw... Oh, actually, I guess um, I should say that the horror host show that I've been working on, Midnight Lair, um, we just filmed, like, episode zero. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. for a promotional thing that we are doing at the uh, horror con at Edward cinema on the 25th of October. Um, so yeah, well, cool, cool, that cool. Should be cool. Yeah. That's at Edwards on Richmond. Uh, n- no, wait, did I say Edwards? It's yeah. the one, um, on six ten over by Ikea. Oh, uh, Okay. I think that's actually still in Edwards, right? I'm not sure. That's where we saw Godzilla, though. That is where we saw Godzilla. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah. Did, did you get to act in it? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. My my acting would have immediately lowered the... Um... I don't know. I feel like you got an Oscar in you. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Um neat what, what what else is going on uh hold on real quick oh yeah the edwards houston marquee stadium 23 and imax where is that that's the one i just <laughs> said <laughs> all right some like 610 up by ikea uh, okay. if you're in the houston area on well, the 25th cool. of october um so probably like two days before or after this drops when is it <laughs> 25th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, this will be out before the 14th. I can guarantee that. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's it. Okay. Uh, I, I saw Blade Runner. Yeah, how was oh, I'm it? Sorry. I'm sorry. Did I interrupt what you were going to say? I was going to try to lead you into talking about Blade Runner. Oh, well, <laughs> I guess I anticipated your segue there. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty amazing 
Yeah, was like, it? I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. Was it more noirish than the original? Uh, no. I mean, uh, no. Did they did they turn it into just like a big budget uh, blockbuster type film? No, actually, it was still. I mean, like the the world was huge, like and the world building was very detailed and like meticulous. Uh-huh. But it was still, it still felt, um, Blade Runner contained. Yeah, yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I still need to watch the original. I was going to last night. I was going to pop in the old VHS after. (laughs) But I decided against it. And then I fell asleep on the couch by 10 o'clock because I'm old. Because you're an old man. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, I mean, if you're you're a fan of the original, I would definitely go see it. If you're a fan of um, Ryan Gosling, then I would definitely go see it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was really, really good in it. Yeah, he's a great actor. I know. I would say great actor for him. Great actor or greatest actor? Great. I mean, again, great <laughs> is even kind of pushing it. Like, he's in a lot of good movies, I guess. Um, I don't know. Every movie I've seen him in, I've enjoyed, but I haven't really seen it. Have you watched Young Hercules? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, not at all. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be fair, though. That was whenever he was like 12. We've all been terrible films when we were 12. <laughs> We've all been 12. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was it was really good. There was one part. I'm not I'm not going to lie. Literally gave me goosebumps. Oh, just dude, his acting. Come on. These I'm are not, off my things. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> This is this is private chat comedy. Yeah, yeah. One scene, I was wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So literal chills, man. Wow. Yeah. That's high praise. Yeah. Coming from Brian No Chill Delaney. I know. That's what they call me yeah. in the hood. Well, yeah, I, I didn't see chill. that. I haven't seen a film in theaters in a while. Uh, I, well, I guess it. <laughs> so not yeah. really that long. Uh, well, I, we got we got that movie pass thing. Yeah. So we saw that. We saw Golden Circle. Yeah. How was that? Oh, uh, I don't know if it. I don't think it was as good as the first one, right? But it was close. Uh huh. Um, Julianne Moore was really good in it. She was the the main villain, right? Um, and it was like, okay, Kingsman was already over the top, right? But it's like, if you ramped it up even further. Oh, really? Yeah. So like the action, well, okay. It still didn't have as a, a cool of an action scene as the scene in the church in the first one, but like the action was more over the top. The gadgets were more over the top. It was like everything on steroids huh. like the the villain uh julian moore was even more like almost a parody of a villain yeah but it was she was genuinely scary though so it, it was it was interesting and i really really liked it i just don't i i think the first one was better yeah you know i never saw kick-ass 2 like you know, pretty good was it good I, I mean, love Kick Ass. I saw it like three times in theaters. 
Yeah, it's it's definitely missing Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Like most movies. <laughs> uh, since last episode, I watched uh, Gerald's Game. Oh, yeah. How was that? Um, really good. Uh, you know, it's got a polarizing ending, as it do a lot of Stephen King properties. Um, but overall, I would definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a strong film. <sighs> I could see a lot of people it losing because the pacing's kind of slow. But as we've established in the past, I'm I'm actually kind of fine with slow pacing. Uh, yeah. And this, I mean, it couldn't be slower pace. She's just, you know, handcuffed <laughs> to a bed. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, um, I, I will say that, uh, Kelsey, my wife was just like, yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, but, uh, it has one of the most brutal scenes I've ever seen in it. Like seriously, I, I it, <laughs> it didn't give me goosebumps. But it's, it really made me cringe. Like, it was rough. Especially since the rest of the film isn't really rough. It's kind of like just psychological. And then it just mm-hmm. has this like, oh my God, type scene toward the end. So, um, yeah, I would say, what? I, I was just thinking it's like, for some reason, whenever you said like really rough, just out of nowhere, for for some reason to me, it was like, all of a sudden spliced like footage from the Holocaust or something like that. It's like, why was this in here? <laughs> yeah. Or like how, uh, the American werewolf had the, had the, what was it? The Nazi stormtrooper that pops <laughs> yeah. in and, yeah. and then it was a dream. Yeah. No, it, it's not like that. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, speaking of Nazis. <laughs> oh, well, what a interesting segue. <laughs> uh, besides, uh yeah yeah the new Wolfenstein looks awesome, <laughs> dude. I mean aside from the controversy where idiots are like, oh, why would you take a political statement? Why are you picking well, on Nazis? Bunch of libtards. <laughs> but I mean seriously, <laughs> it's so stupid that people think that that's controversial. Um, I I, I feel like if you take offense at people. Hmm. Um, but being against Nazis, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably need to like take a hard look at why you're taking offense. <laughs> yeah, I thought, what about my freedoms of speeches? And so, anyway, um, but yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. I don't know why we've devoted <laughs> a minute to the uh, few idiots online with that, but no, dude, the gameplay, like the trailer, looks amazing. Looks totally amazing. Like, if it was a film, I would watch it. <laughs> Do you still get to fight a Hitler in a giant, like, robotic suit with Gatling gun arms? Uh, I'm not sure about that, but I do know that, uh, like, the Nazi, the Nazis, uh, like, the the troops, mm-hmm. they're just everywhere, and they look like they're in stormtrooper-type shit. Like, everybody's yeah. armored, like, super armored. Mm-hmm. They were and, called stormtroopers. Well, I mean, I'm talking about Star Wars, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it looks insane. Looks really, really like I'm totally gonna watch it. Yeah, y- or y- play it. Then <laughs> does the you're just gonna watch people play? It. Um, <laughs> yeah, and just lived hard, quit playing the game. <laughs> I mean, you sent us that tweet about it, right? Uh-huh. 
And um, I'm not going to lie, I tried to push play on that tweet that you sent us like several times. Oh, <laughs> and really? I thought it wasn't working. I thought it, you sent like the actual tweet, but it was a screenshot and I was an idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's two trailers. <laughs> one of them, the one that's three minutes is amazing. It's like three and a half minutes. It's really, really cool. I'll it, check it out. Yeah. Uh, other than that, there's two new things uh, uh, coming out on Netflix that I kind of want to just slightly plug. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not a plug because I yeah, have no affiliation. Yeah, anything in return. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 1922, new Stephen King adaptation, comes out on October 20th. Man, he is just killing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one, uh, I read the short story. It's in Full Dark, No Stars. Really depressing. I wonder if they can keep the film as depressing as the book. But it was good. I <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so that looks, that looks fun. Okay. Um, then the other one is a film, uh, sentence I thought I'd never say. The new G movie looks really good. It does. <laughs> the babysitter really does. comes out next Friday. I think that's Friday, right? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it comes out on October 13th, whenever that is. Yeah, that's um, Friday. So, yeah, it looks really good. I'm going to a wedding. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Isn't it <laughs> in, like, Friday Portland? 13th. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. You're going to have fun. I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, Portland, uh, that's a place I'd like to visit one day. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm going to be ready. I've seen a couple seasons of Portlandia. Yeah, yeah. Just go in like super, you know. There's Kai milk Bird. in my soy latte. <laughs> Just birds on everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, the babysitter. If you haven't seen the trailer, I would recommend checking it out. Don't be put off by McG's name. It may turn out to be terrible. Um. Well, what I think is interesting is like McG's name isn't dropped until like the very last moment. Turns into the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trailer i mean the first charlie's angels was okay <laughs> yeah i mean it wasn't terrible i said okay <laughs> yeah I, I didn't say it gave me goosebumps or anything <laughs> yeah it takes it takes a force like ryan gosling <laughs> yes <laughs> to do that uh yeah no it wasn't bad um i watched another kind of cool movie this week uh colossal oh yeah i watched that too did you yeah. But I was not expecting it to go to the way that it went. No, I I kind of hated it toward the ending, but I liked the film overall. Like I just hated the ending. You know? Like the very ending? No, just the turn where it goes from very kind of lighthearted and like what the hell to like yeah. just real dark. Real dark. Yeah. Eh, I didn't mind it. It took it took me by surprise cuz I was expecting like kaiju rom-com. Yeah, yeah. Because that's kind of what it was billed as. Yeah. And it was not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was for a little bit. It was, it was fine. <laughs> uh, that's also on Netflix. Uh, two quick pieces of I think of news. it's on Hulu, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's on Hulu, not Netflix. Um, <laughs> two other real quick pieces of news, and then I'm done. Oh do, you have, do you have any? I have one for you. Okay. Uh, new Alien Covenant. 
the sequel to it will not be focused on aliens, but instead on AI. You know what? I'm fine with it. That's so stupid. Well, <laughs> no, because like I liked that part of Prometheus and I liked that part of Covenant. So mm. I'm fine with it. Okay. It's so dumb, though. Why? Like, I understand not even naming it anything to do with Alien. Then kind of like Prometheus. They could call it Prometheus 2, Alien Covenant 2. (laughs) Yeah. White Fang 3. Um, (laughs) Call of the Wild 2. What was it? It was Call of the Wild 2, White Fang 3, I think, or the (laughs) other way around. I, I swear to God that movie happened. But I don't think it did now. Like, <laughs> like, I can't find any evidence of it ever happening. Yeah. But I swear to God it happened. Yeah. Well, we saw the preview, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what it was was uh, Call of the Wild 2, White Thing 3 or something. Or that, vice versa. That was a preview that we saw as children. And we'd laugh and laugh at it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were simple kids. It was we're... a weird crossover movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. It was like the Avengers of sled dog movies. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyway, no. So I'm fine with it. Like I really enjoyed what happened, um, in Covenant. With I that. didn't see it. Uh, they lost me. I love Alien and Aliens, and that's about yeah. it. I didn't hate Prometheus. It just wasn't an alien film to me. Yeah, and I was fine with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Everybody's just getting butt hurt that it's not alien. I am not getting butt hurt over it. I don't care. It's no, just... everyone is getting butt hurt about it. Dude, I'm part of everyone, and you're pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your piece of news? Oh, um, it's it's a okay. We don't usually cover comic book stuff. We have before a little bit, um, but I just want to discuss real quick. Um, a a recent i guess business opportunity um marvel announced okay i thought you were gonna pyramid scheme for your comic book or something (laughs) get in now the adventures of who wants to help me draw a comic book (laughs) who wants to draw it we're gonna need drawers and drawers Drawers. (laughs) artists and writers and also anyone with a printing press (laughs) or an idea (laughs) um so Marvel Comics announced at the uh, New York Comic Con like yesterday that they were partnering with a uh, military arms arms dealer. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Northrop Grumman. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. And and did you see like what the, the partnership was? No. It was a like Avengers team up book. Okay. Where they team up with another team of superheroes uh-huh. that are sponsored by that arms dealer and they're a bunch of teenage superheroes so it is like a Straight propaganda, propaganda book yeah i thought for, they canceled it though immediately they, they did because there was an extreme backlash but they showed like um cover art and stuff like that and it's like a bunch of teenage kids talking about how cool guns are basically (laughs) and then they had like ads that i think are gonna go in comic books um that have like a picture of stark tower from the comics and it says dreams and then has a picture of 
the arms dealers like you know bland ass beige office building and it says reality and it says turn your dreams into reality and it's like what the heck is going on well i mean let's not kid ourselves they've you know they've propagandized comics in the past yeah no no i understand like dc comics put out one like last year the year before with subway you know these things happen (laughs) with subway yeah like the sandwich place oh okay i thought you meant it was the name of a comic i was like what are you talking no no they had like some stupid slogan like eat a hero be a hero or something god i don't remember what it was but it was like the justice league hanging out at subway okay but this is like an arms dealer, like a military arms dealer. Yeah, that is bizarre. Well, that's kind of like, like a, when... a, a week after Vegas. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Well, it wasn't even a full week, dude. Vegas was a I, week ago today. <laughs> I know. That's like nuts. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know, man. I don't know what to and tell you. Everybody was talking about like, you know, even Tony Stark realized that selling weapons was a bad idea. You know, like in universe, yeah. In the comments. I don't know. But Wait, I just no, thought it was funny. They weren't an arms dealer. This company was it? Yeah. Okay, they, I didn't know if they, it was. No, they're like the fifth largest arms manufacturer in the world. Okay, I didn't know if they were that or just a defense contractor. Um, and I don't know. It's it's crazy, but apparently, like the new head of marvel is um like actual friends with trump oh really (laughs) yeah that would explain why they uh like super renounced you know identity politics and stuff like that now wasn't obama a character hold on on, though what hold on though um no the new iron man is like a teenage like african-american girl yeah, and they're not even selling 20,000 copies on their flagship titles, and they're blaming identity politics. Yeah, I know. That but, they that they descended too far into it is what... Yeah, and... I don't know and, and all also, the specifics, but it's just like... That, that's not... I don't think that's the main point to blame. Because there's a bunch of other stuff, like, that's going on in their comics that just suck. Yeah, I mean, you can blame whatever you want if bad writing is bad writing. on the other side of that, like when they made, like everybody likes, or not everybody, there's a a vast majority of people like uh, the Falcon as the new Captain America, and then they took that away from everyone and everyone was pissed. They keep keep canceling Black Panther books and stuff, and it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. Well, I don't know, man. I couldn't tell you. Um, I don't have my finger on the pulse of the comic book community. I just remember seeing the backlash whenever they blamed the identity politics for, for, you know. I mean, if if only there was still a a comic book podcast on our network. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or just another podcast (laughs) on our network. Hey, now, Chevy still gives gives us chop to the chest every once in a while. Sometimes, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway yeah um uh what else were okay uh oh last thing i guess i mean i have some others well two two more things uh new rush hours filming next year yeah 
<laughs> I just did that on a kind of as a joke. <laughs> like, what, what is is that four or five? Four, now? four. Um, I don't and, remember seeing the second one. I don't know, man. Those weren't good movies. It's kind of like those. What were the cowboy movies with Jackie with, Chan and Owen? Yeah, those were kind of funny, but still not good movies. Shanghai Nights. Yeah, Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, the last thing. Um, there's there's going to be an animated Ghostbusters film coming out from the point of view of the ghosts. What? Yeah. <laughs> is it going to be about how scary life is inside yeah. their weird limbo that the Ghostbusters put them in? Yeah, everyone's like, what? I, I was reading about it on Joe Blow, and they're like, well, I guess busting the ghost is fun. Running away might be fun. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do this. I hope it's just really dark and depressing inside of the containment unit. Oh well, at least I have my life. <laughs> well, do you okay? Do you remember the cartoon? Oh, inside the containment unit. Yeah, and it was like some scary ass netherworld where like the ghosts <laughs> ate each other and stuff. Yeah, uh, you know. I hope it's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> I think this is aimed at kids, so it'll probably be like party time, and don't forget. Be- Slimer centric. Slimer's getting a job at that defense contractor. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just a ploy to sell ecto cooler yeah, yeah everything is though right a ploy to sell ecto cooler yeah because I, mean, I don't see it in stores anymore i don't think dude, it's worth it it's only at cinemark now oh yeah right. that's weird yeah i bought one it's not that good we'll be right back with our goosebumps <laughs> reviews uh, <laughs> what do you want to cover uh first I, I don't know. All right, we'll be right back. All right, we are back, and we are talking the episode off season three of Goosebumps, the TV show. Click. Now, now on on um, Netflix, it's episode 13, uh-huh. but like in actual production order, it was like episode three. No, oh, really? Or something like that. It's three or five. Huh. Well, I can I'm see just, why they're I'm just saying back. so people so people don't get confused when they run to Netflix um to go watch Goosebumps. Hmm. Because that happens all the time. Episode five aired September twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven in Canada. <laughs> well, that is uh that's something. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. So this is about a child that gets, um, a remote that he can turn, you know, he can use on real life. He can pause people. He can mute them. He can. Yeah. That's about it. Mute them. You know what I would have done? I would have fast forwarded people and let them like get old. Well, isn't that the plot of click? <laughs> no. Like the movie click? No. He got old. I thought he fast forwarded through stuff. Yeah, he fast forward to boring stuff. Yeah, but no, I would fast forward other people because it it, it worked. You're you're talking about like just steal their life. Yeah, and click, he'd fast forward the universe, but this worked on people. Yeah, yeah. So you're just you just straight up murder people with your magic remote, (laughs) not murder them. But you'd steal their life. That's almost worse. Hey, dude, I can rewind it or just rewind. Like anyone that annoys me, just rewind it till they're a baby and just. Give them to someone. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess I didn't think that one all the way through. I don't think I don't think generally people accept babies from a random stranger. Fine, rewind it till they're ten, and then tell them to buzz. I off. mean, I guess you could drop them off at like a uh, fire station or something like that. There's a lot of. <laughs> they're like, ever since he got that remote, our fire station's flooded with babies. And what's up? Why, with okay, why would the why would the firemen? care that you had a remote or even notice <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because well because if, i'd be showboating it around if they saw you if they knew it was you leaving babies <laughs> they probably at some point would... something they don't i don't think they'd stop and go oh the weird part of this is that he has a remote <laughs> with him <laughs> yeah you're right what okay all right fine i'd just pause people and let them leave, like stay there forever <laughs> Put them in a closet. <laughs> all right. So this kid. All right. Let's get into the episode of the show. I thought we were done with that. I, I mean, it's essentially what click the film it, was about. It's exactly what you think it's going to be. Yeah. So I, I feel like this this episode felt like it was like five minutes long. Yeah, it was super like nothing happened. Okay. So his sister's real annoying, and she keeps wanting to tap dance while he watches TV. Yeah, and why does she do that in her room? She has a tap dancing pad. <laughs> yeah, she I don't know. brought that into the living room while he was watching TV. I don't know more. More about ancillary characters in our books, I'm sure. But uh, R.L. Stein, he always has just these bizarre, he, annoying ancillary characters. He has he has an annoying sibling of the opposite gender every single time. It's like if the main if the main character of the book is like a a cool uh, girl chick, girl chick, <laughs> then she has an annoying little brother. Yeah. And if it, it's a dude, he has an annoying little sister. Yeah. Sometimes they're cousins or something, but it always happens. I had an only child in the book that I read, and it was a neighbor. <laughs> Hello, you paused. You paused on my end. Uh, okay. I heard you had We're an only gonna... child. No, um, on the book that I read, which we'll get into, um, it was an only child. So I was like, yes, no sibling. Oh, shit. No, he did have a sibling. That was annoying, but she was only in one, like, one part. Never mind. Yeah. Uh. She was like Stevie's little sister, probably. Don't go, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> little Marine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so sister tap dancing. Yeah. And then the TV keeps being like, you know, that remote you just purchased, make sure and use it responsibly. You're like, okay. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the show what? was how ev every time he would do something that he wasn't supposed to do with the, with the remote, like he would either get a commercial would come on or a radio commercial came on once. He got an email about it. <laughs> you delivered a package with like a handwritten note that was like, hey, be careful with that remote. Like, <laughs> every time he would do something, there was just some random form of communication trying to get him to stop. That was my favorite part of the whole show. Yeah. I'm just saying. It was funny. Well... All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it It was funny, but like any 
like actual person would be like, what the fuck the first time? <laughs> yeah, maybe I should look into this. But every time he'd be like, buzz off. And then I'm going to p- continue pausing my family and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So then he shows his neighbor his remote, right? And he's yeah. like, oh, man, like the neighbor's like, man. Well, first, first he goes outside and starts like messing with random people on the street <laughs> and no one seems to notice. Like he, he turns down the volume on some guy mowing his lawn. Mm-hmm. Why the- did no one care? <laughs> Everyone was like, uh, thank God. That was annoying they- me, too. Yeah, because you you see later on that obviously, you know, it's not like in his own head or anything. Because like you said, he shows his friend and his, you know, it affects whatever the friend is perceiving too. Right? Yeah. And so it's like, why does no one care? I don't he know. He was man. making like a paper boy go backwards and forwards and stuff <laughs> down the street. <laughs> yeah. Just generally being a dick yeah. is what was going on. Yeah, it was a very unlikable main character, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, he was a terrible person. But what's weird, though, is I think, aside from Ryan Goslin being in Say Cheese and Die, so far, he might have been the best little kid actor we've seen in this show. Yeah, probably. Like, okay. he was genuinely good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, yeah it, it was uh, more like alone or are you afraid of the dark type acting versus Goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't like really over the top. Or anything like that. No, nah, he was um, fine. He did his job. Yeah. And he still has a career to this day. Does he? Yeah. I looked him up. Anything we've ever seen? Um, he's been in some some TV episodes of things. Um most of it. He was in Harold and Kumar, go to White Castle. Oh, really? I like yeah, whenever I mean, you look people up and it's like a shitload of movies, but you've never heard of them. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, Chad's he's got acne, of- like the name of the film and shit. It's just like a kid covering his face. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's he been in a lot of TV. Um, he's in that new Anne with an E show, which is Anna Green Gables on Netflix. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, he's in Heroes Reborn, The Strain, 12 Monkeys, Suits. Huh. Well, like- uh, okay, let's get back to the show. <laughs> I'm glad the kid has a career. Yeah, I am too. But, um, so yeah, the so he pauses his sister and then he lets it go, and then his whole family's annoyed with him. Why are they annoyed though? I forget. I don't remember. Anyway, he pauses their asses too, and then the remote starts going whenever he keeps. You you forgot that like he cheated on a test with it. Oh yeah, yeah, and his friends like, no, we're not going to do that. Why would you not? You're in junior high. (laughs) Like, now, <laughs> now, here's the question, though. Why didn't he wait until the teacher passed out the tests to uh-huh. pause everybody and go get the answer key? He went and got it like before he passed it out, right? So that means like the teacher could have seen him with the answer key. Yeah, He's I just mean, using it real ir- irresponsibly. Yeah, but I mean, there's no way I wouldn't have cheated if I had that. In, oh, in no, high back school, then? no yeah. way, no way, man. <laughs> but. <laughs> But, uh, you know, because I like, didn't, I, I was feel very like if studious. Had, and <laughs> no, no. I feel like if you had a magic remote when we were back in ki- like kids like then, I would have been the one telling you that I figured you'd be. Well, yeah, you're right. I, I, I have this thing with rules. I, I generally don't break them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll bend the dog shit out of them 
more than ever. <laughs> well, as long as you put the answer key back, it's fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so then his family comes in. They're like, uh, oh, yeah, she wants to tap dance in the living room again. They're like, let her tap dance. And he pauses them all. He's like, you know, I don't know why you are obsessed with tap dancing. And pauses oh, we also all. forgot he, he changed the channel on that bully. Oh, yeah. yeah that was like awesome. A, like a newscaster and then like a like a Barbara Walters type thing. No. Who is the other one that had the the show that was like Donahue? Uh, Sally Jesse Raphael. Oh, yeah, no. I think that's what he was supposed to be. <laughs> and then, like, a bunny, like a dude in an Easter bunny costume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, at least he had the moral compass not to ruin the people's lives. <laughs> yeah, he would always put them back. Yeah. You know, so he changed the channel back to normal on that kid. Um, he unmuted the dude with the lawnmower. Yeah. God, that would suck if someone just muted you for life. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be giving fingers. <laughs> the, the middle finger. Um, I mean, you could go into like a, a life of like cat burglary. <laughs> yeah. Just be uh, super silent. Um, yeah, that would work. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> the, the remote breaks. He tries to fix it. The dude from the 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 TV remote place that keeps trying to contact him is like, Hey, stop trying to fix our remote. You're going to avoid the warranty or whatever. And then I don't know. It starts fizzling out. He has a falling out with his friend. This is this, by the way, is all the last like three minutes of the show. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like falling out with his friend and he's like trying to turn <sighs> him off or whatever, or mute him or pause him. And then, uh, the remote's not working. He pushes the power button and it turns off. I'm not clear. The entire universe. <laughs> See, I figured. I thought him? it turned him. Actually, yeah. I, I, did he push the power button? I thought it just ran out of batteries. No, he pushed the power button, then turned it over, and now the remote had a battery indicator that it didn't before, <laughs> and it said battery low, and it was flashing, even though the gauge still had like, eh, like uh, probably a fifth of the battery left. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so then he's like, "Yo, oh, come on, get let me have more batteries," and that's where it ends, yeah. right? Yeah, he's yeah. just in some weird netherworld. Yeah, I thought that was a an appropriate ending. Yeah, it wasn't bad, <laughs> except for the the dude, the crazy, um, electronic store guy was there for a second. Yeah, and he was. Yeah, and like, he's just like should have followed the like, instructions. He was like goosebumps, <laughs> and then the show ended. <laughs> yeah, but all of them. All in right? all, uh, what would you give it out of five? I'd give it a solid one and a half. Uh, two, maybe. Right. <laughs> as far as goosebumps go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Avoid that one. We'll be back <laughs> with our with our, with our reviews of I did Attack of the Mutant, and you did uh, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. All right. We will be right back. Speech dick, anti-perspirant. And we're back. <laughs> yeah. With our action-packed reviews of Goosebumps books. <laughs> yeah. <by R>. Stein. <laughs> yep. Um, Just... I did uh, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. Yeah. Um, it was it was written in or published in January 1993. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's the uh, number five in the original Goosebump series. Uh, it is about a kid. Um, get this. Who's on vacation? What in a place that they don't live? <laughs> what? Okay, so there's only like two things that happen at the beginning of every Goosebumps book. Okay, mm. either a kid is going on vacation somewhere, preferably with an uncle, which is strange. Okay, or um, kid moves into a new town. Dude, my book did not have either of those, and I was very surprised. Oh, spoiler. Yeah. Sort of. Okay. So mine is um, sort of a combination of the both because he is on vacation with his parents, but then uh, for the first like two chapters, but then spends the rest of the book with his uncle. (laughs) (laughs) You always have the weirdest damn goosebump books. I know. (laughs) Um, So this Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, it's about a kid named Gabe. Uh-huh. Um, who is on Christmas vacation in Egypt uh, because he is of Egyptian descent and his family decided that they needed to go, um, you know, kind of kind of visit where they, their ancestors were from, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even though he makes a point, which I found kind of odd, he makes a point to call out that both of his parents were born in Michigan. <laughs> It was just weird. Okay. So anyway, um, his uncle is big shot archaeologist, right? Oh God, it's one of, the, oh, I've read this one. Yeah. Okay. Um, big shot archaeologist uh, exploring the, the Great Pyramid. And um, this kid really wants to go in it. And his parents get called away on business for some reason. Now, here's the weird part. Because, like, I think you're supposed to just kind of forget what the parents business is because presumably they live in Michigan or whatever, because they mentioned that they came over from the States for vacation. Right. He is a refrigerator repair salesman or like a refrigerator repair person. And he got called away to Alexandria, Egypt for a business meeting. Or something. Maybe they're gonna refrigerate the, uh, you know, the library. <laughs> I was gonna say the pyramids. Well, no, the library's in Alexandria. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, so they're from Egypt? No, they're <laughs> from like they they live in like Michigan, and they're on vacation in Cairo. But anyway, it was just a ploy to get the kids' parents out of the way, right? And yeah. so he's hanging out with the uncle, and guess what? Uh, an opposite gendered cousin <laughs> yeah who who is very annoying to the main character um so they hang out for a while uh they try to get into um or they the the uncle takes them to the pyramid to show them uh this new tunnel they found right uh-huh and so that's cool and then they um they get in it, lost inside the tunnel because they leave whenever the uncle tells them not to right and the there's one scene where he finds a sarcophagus or as he calls it throughout the book mummy case (laughs) yeah (laughs) and he he finds one of those and he thinks a mummy comes out of it but surprise it was his cousin every time i hear sarcophagus i think of kanye yeah (laughs) yeah that's a good one um (laughs) So the, the 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 little cousin or the 
um, Sorry is her name. And like S O R R Y? No. S A R I. Uh, okay. Sorry. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, so <laughs> she, you know, she plays a prank on them. The the uncle catches them, kicks them out of the pyramid, tells them to go back to the hotel, right? And so they get bored and they leave them a note, say they're going to a museum. So there's like a two or there's like a two chapter diversion where they're hanging out in a museum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not even joking. Anything happen? So, no. Nothing. And but but then a, as they're leaving, this uh person who's helping their uncle at the dig site, um, who they had mentioned before was very shifty, right? Um and he comes and he's like, Oh, there's been an accident. Um, we need to get you to your uncle right away. He's at the hospital. And they're like, sure. And um he kidnaps them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get out of the car. Um at a stoplight or something like that. And then the uncle shows back up and he's like, Oh, there was an accident. Cause there really was an accident. He's like, all my fr- like dig site people are all like catatonic and things. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so they go back to the pyramid. Um, Gabe, uh, falls behind and gets lost because they've made it a point like four or five times in the book by now to talk about how his shoe comes untied. <laughs> yeah. Because that's how he keeps getting lost in the first place is his shoe keeps getting untied and he bends over to tie it and everyone leaves him even though he double knots his knots. Craig, <laughs> so- it goes, it goes out on a limb to tell you that he double knots his shoelaces every single time. Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. Does I guess it come to make into it the, more to play. No. Yeah, I guess to make it more mysterious about why his shoe keeps un- getting untied. All right. Wait, so, was the mummy secretly trying like untying his shoes to use his lace no, or something? The mummy was secretly that guy um who tried to kidnap him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and so like he he falls into this like pit or I guess a chamber, right? filled with mummy cases <laughs> like i swear to god there's one chapter where it says mummy case probably 20 times <laughs> yeah well you know what's funny this is the book where i learned what a sarcophagus was whenever i was it doesn't a kid. say it once huh it doesn't, it doesn't say it once no oh i learned sarcophagus from an rl stein book mate maybe it was return of the mummy i don't know or there was also another one that dealt with mummies, but this one literally says mummy case every single time. So the the dude was apparently some descendant of some priestess who mummified people. Uh-huh. Right. And so he was killing and mummifying um people who found that secret chamber. Yeah. Right. Um and th- I I'm pretty sure that he killed a lot of the uncle's crew. Because it mentions how fresh some of the mummies are. <laughs> and so they're trapped. And oh, I forgot to mention. Uh, apparently, the kid, Gabe, had bought a mummified hand at a garage sale in Michigan uh-huh. at one point in his life. And it was his good luck charm. And he kept it in his pocket. And so I, the whole time, logistically, I was trying to figure out how big is this mummy hand? Because he keeps it in his pocket as a good luck charm and he takes it out every once in a while and like 
like rolls it around in his fingers. So I was picturing like maybe I don't know like like a monkey type thing, <laughs> but I don't know um, because they also kept mentioning. I think this was because he wrote himself in a corner with how small he made the monk uh, the the mummified hand he keeps. They kept making a mention of every time they saw an ancient mummy, uh-huh. whether it was at the museum or whether it was in that chamber. They kept talking about how much smaller people were in in <laughs> Egypt times, and there was some one say of they them. were as big as a quarter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was one where it was like the the cousin was like, "This one's even shorter than I am," and so it was like, yeah, like they kept mentioning it. I think it was because the the mummified hand, this good luck charm, was so integral to the plot. Right, especially that he had it on him that nobody would notice, uh-huh. um, because he he pulled it out uh, whenever they were, you know, about to get killed by the dude. Wait, and where and did he get it again? A garage sale <laughs> in like Michigan. Yeah, and the he said the kid that sold it to him um, told him it was cursed and it was called the Summoner and it would it would summon evil spirits, right, and. Um, so he kept it as a good luck charm, apparently, but, uh, he, when he, when he pulls it out in front of the dude, the dude recognizes it as the hand of the priestess that, that he's descendant from, um, all the mummies in the room come alive Uh and chase the guy out and then go back to dormancy. And so like, I don't know if that actually happened. Yeah. Right. Because they don't make a mention of it anymore. Um, like that, his, his uncle doesn't say like, "Oh, crazy! My, you know, uh, my archaeology career is gonna explode because we found real monkeys. Wait, monkeys, <laughs> <laughs> mummy, <laughs> or something like that." They just forget about it, and they literally go eat at some like restaurant, um, and then his parents come home or come back to the hotel. And that's the end. Wow. Yeah. All right. So that sounds like a turd. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It, it was, it, it really did kind of suck. Out of five. What do you give it? Two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what I did, and I, I've done this one other time. Um, I audio or one other time for spooky month twice overall <laughs> before now, but <clears throat> I audio booked it. And I don't know if you remember last year, the audiobook turned out it was like a, a play. Do you remember? Yeah. It didn't have any yeah. of the actions. So <laughs> yeah, you said like, I was just like, oh, like doors shutting and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, this one wasn't like that. Uh, this one was the actual book. Which one did you do this? One? Uh, Attack of the Mutant. Okay. And this one, apparently, I'd never heard of it. Have you? No. But it's popular enough it warranted a video game? Uh, oh. I remember the game. Yeah, well. What's bizarre is this really isn't a horror book at all. It's straight well, up comic books. Up. Really? Yeah. Some okay. of them are just um, like sci-fi. Yeah, and I mean this one has that kind of element, but it's more than <laughs> anything just comic book. Okay, so the main kid, his name's Skipper Matthews, and he's... (laughs) 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 
main kid's name is Skipper Matthews, and uh, he's a fat, fat little kid that they keep mentioning over and over how fat he is. And so, anyway, he's got an annoying little sister named Mitzi, who shows up twice. Mitzi? I mean, yeah, I think that's her name. Skipper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it turns out... Were his parents, like, huge on those um, beach movies in the 60s? I don't know, man. I think uh, R.L. Stein was just seeing what he could get away with, you know? Probably has, like, a, like random baby book name. You know, like a, a, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like a book of baby names, and he just opens up randomly to a page. Yeah. Mitzi, whatever. <laughs> and then well, just signs those checks. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, so it's Mitzi Skipper. He's got some parents, and then he's got a neighbor named Wilson who literally does nothing except for random times throughout the book. He pops in, and he's like, "Want to check out my stamp collection?" He's like, "Nah, kind of fuck off, Wilson." <laughs> like that's literally it. Like he's just like, "Nah, not today, sorry, buddy." And uh, but it does say that Wilson's like cooler than him. Like he sees his reflection off the mirror, and he's like, "Man." It looks like he's the superhero and I'm the sidekick because he's he's athletic and tall and I'm just fat piece of shit. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of how it reads, right? And so, anyway, so uh, so he goes. Why would a superhero have a fat sidekick? <laughs> yeah. It just seems like a liability. Well, yeah, but he he rides. Uh, one day he he takes the bus into town to go to the dentist. And he meets this chick on the uh, this uh, girl about his age on the bus. Her name's Libby, and uh, you know he's he thinks she's pretty and stuff. And he doesn't want to tell her that he's gonna go uh, go to the dentist because he's afraid, like he's ashamed that he's going to the dentist. <laughs> and so he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go pick up comic books." And she's like, "Comic books? I love comic books. My favorite is High School Harry and Beanhead." <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that reminds me. I forgot one thing about mine, but go ahead. Yeah, so I guess that's like Archie and Jughead, right? And he's like, yeah, high school Harry sucks. All they do is put him in digests. So like, it's literally anyway. Yeah, she's like, literally, <laughs> she's Archie. like, she's like, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's kind of smart writing, and it's at least it's funny. And he's like, whatever, high school Harry, whatever, whatever. I'm not attracted to you anymore. No, no, no. He still thinks she's really cute and stuff. And so, anyway, you know what? <laughs> There's a part that doesn't even make sense. It just hit me that it doesn't make sense. But anyway, so um, he uh, he gets off the bus and he sees this building that is straight out of uh, these comic books that he reads and the Masked Mutant. And I forget mm -hmm. what it's called. It's like the Masked Mutant and the... Hold on, let me see. Um, the League of Superheroes. <laughs> I think. Wait. What? League of Superheroes is already a thing. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, no. No, that's super generic. I was thinking Legion. There's a Legion of Superheroes. Oh, okay. Um, maybe that's not what they're called, but it's something real generic, right? And so, oh, the League of Good Guys. Is what they're called. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And so anyway, and they're led by this guy named like Gazelle Man. And he's Captain just fast. Guy. He's basically the Flash, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, 
so he sees this building that's just straight up out of the comic. And he's like, what in the hell's going on there? And Libby's like, I, I don't remember. Maybe, maybe this is the second time. He does this like multiple times. But it blows his mind that he sees this big ass building. And yeah. so Libby's like, you know, that's not really that big of a deal. You know, it kind of sticks out in this town. We, we all think it's an eyesore. And he's like, I mean, that's weird. And so anyway, <laughs> so she uh, gets him to come over to her house. I, I think this happened. Shit, am I just making this up? Oh, my God. I, I think that Libby gets him to go look at her high school Harry comics. Okay, which that part doesn't make sense later. Just hear me out, okay? So anyway, he g- <laughs> maybe that's not though. I just pulled up a summary. <laughs> How did How okay, did, you did, you did like an audio book? Yeah, <laughs> not even pay attention to the audio book. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I was paying attention, but I don't remember if she took him to his her house to show him, or he she just made him look at some high school Harry's on the bus. You know, I don't know. So anyway, um. But it doesn't matter. It it just is a huge plot hole if she does go to the house. You're ruining my immersion. (laughs) So he goes back the next day and, uh, you know, he double checks and he's like, it's the same freaking building. And he goes Mm -hmm. back the next day and the building's gone. And she's like, maybe (gasps) maybe they destroyed it. And he's like, (laughs) he goes, you live in this town. Like every time he takes the bus, he sees this girl. He's like, you live here. Wouldn't you have seen that? And she's like, yeah, that is kind of weird. Whatever. <laughs> I think that's where she makes him go high school, Harry. <laughs> and so anyway, so then he goes back home and he reads the ne- the next uh, mass mutant comic. And yeah, in that comic, he's hid his headquarters by throwing like an invisibility shield over it. Oh. And so he's like, what the hell? So he goes back. And meanwhile, you know, Mitzi's annoying him and his neighbor's like, want to look at my stamps? And he's, he's just like, well, I don't know why that's so funny. I don't know, man. Mitzi's a name. It's just as valid as sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so anyway, he, he, uh, so he goes back and he, he walks through this, he gets Libby and they walk through this building, like walk <laughs> up to the building and then they start seeing it coming into view. And he's like, I told you yeah. it was here. And so they go inside, and Libby's like, I don't want to go inside. And he's like, come on, let's go inside. And then they take a, a elevator. They hit, like, a button up, but it takes them down into the basement. And then they get, what? They get like, uh, split up. And he finds a printing press in the basement. And it's those comics, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Are you remembering this? I remember this one. <laughs> yeah. And he sees that he's been drawn. Like, they have yeah. drawings of him, too. And he's like, oh, my gosh. And so he goes back home and he's going to tell his dad, like his parents. Oh, he goes back home. And then there's like this new comic with him in it. And Mm -hmm. the man, you know, the gazelle man is tied up and he's like, the little boys are only hope. And he's like, (laughs) that's his code name. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, well, shit, man. Like he's looking at these uh, photos. He's like, man, they made me look real fat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so, so calling him little boy is ironic <laughs> yeah and so like his dad 
He's like, I, I will go to show my dad and my dad's like chopping onions and crying. And he's like, I can't look. I got tears in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and his mom is like messing with the pilot light on the oven. And you think that like it's going to burn the comic, right? But yeah. But no, she's like, oh, yeah, I guess that does look like you. And just keeps like messing with the pilot light. So right. I can't look. I got gas in my eyes. <laughs> and, yeah. and so he's like, well, if Gazelle Man's in trouble, I need to go help him. So he goes, takes the bus back, and he tells Libby, like, oh, he had met up with Libby, and he told her. But she's like, dude, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. And so he takes the bus back, and he goes in there. Uh, he doesn't. He he doesn't see Libby this time. He goes in there and he starts hearing like these laughter and like all this stuff, and he finds Gazelle Man inside, and he's like, "What the hell?" You know, and Gazelle Man's like, "You know, thanks, young child. You're you know, because it, it's an audiobook. He did talk like that, <laughs> and he's like, "Thanks, young child. We we were counting on you." And he's like, "What's your powers?" And he's like, "I'm just a kid." And he's like, "No, but what's your powers?" And he's like, "I don't know." And he's like, "Like I can run fast. Can you run fast?" He's like, no, I mean, I'm just like a kid. And he's he's like, well, come on, we have to stop him. And so Gazelle Man like just runs real quick and then he comes back and he's like, sorry, I forgot. You have no powers. And so he runs real fast with him and then he's like, yeah, you we got to jump to the third stair. The first two stairs have hidden like molecule lasers blow you into bits. And so... <laughs> He jumps to the third stair, and the kid is like, I regret how many Pop-Tarts and, and shit I ate. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> it does say that. And so, anyway, so he runs and jumps, and he hits the first step, and, and it's like, and I exploded into bits. <laughs> and and I'm like, what? And then it's like, you know, it, but you, it has the music swelling, so you know it's the last thing of the chapter. Yeah, you and got then he's classic like, Steined. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, never mind. I opened my eyes and nothing happened. And then the gazelle man's like, you're very lucky. He must have those lasers turned off. (laughs) And so... So did did gazelle man let the kid go up the steps first? No, he jumped to the third (laughs) stair and he was waiting waiting on him. All right. And so anyway, which you're thinking, like, okay, even if he doesn't have, like, super strength, if he's that fast, he should be able to kick off something, right? Mm -hmm. Like, with the kid in hand. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. The kid's really fat. He's super. <laughs> he's a fatty bubati. But anyway, so they they take him and uh, and they get into it with a mass mutant, and the mass mutant starts fighting the gazelle man, right? And it goes back and forth, and they're fighting and fighting, <laughs> and then like the mass mutant can change into anything, so he's changing into lions at the gazelle man. And ripping up his cape and shit. That's good. And so this is uh, right around the part that this whole thing gets just crazy as shit. Right? So he's ripping at him and the gazelle man's just like, screw this. I'm out of here. Kid, you're on your own. It leaves. <laughs> and the masked, um, mass mutant's like, what's your powers? And again, he does the, I have no powers. And so he grabs him and starts raising him up like 10, 15, 20 feet, you know? And then Libby comes in with a gun, like with a, not a real gun, <laughs> with a, uh, like a toy gun. And she's like, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Skipper. 
He's like, she's like, Skipper, are you here? And he's like, Libby. And uh, Libby's like, put him down. I got a gun. And he's like, it's it's no use. And she's like, if this is a comic book, then this gun, this gun disintegrates anything it touches. <laughs> and it can do anything, right? And he's like, Libby, you, you, come on. I mean, you're full of it. And so she shoots it. And and it explodes the mass mutant. And then nice. he's like, thanks, Libby. And she looks at him, points a gun at him. And she's like, I'm not Libby. There is no Libby. And he's like, what? And she goes, I'm the masked mutant. And he goes, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? And, and he's like, um, you know, I met you. He goes, then who'd you just kill? And he's like, Mr. Proton or something like that. And he's like, he's, he, uh, He's like, but why? And he's like, I'm evil. <laughs> you know, he's like, sometimes I get Mr. Proton to take my place. And he's like, when I saw you on the bus <laughs> and you started talking about comics, I knew that uh, you'd be a worthy adversary. And he's like, you, you, you can't know that much without having powers. And he's like, you're right. I'm the incredible elastic boy. And <laughs> what the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, but he doesn't do anything. And so he's like, well, how do you stop you? And he's like, you have to hit me with sulfuric acid. And he's like, done. And he turns into this thing of sulfuric acid and spills at him. And he just runs out of the room and it hits like the edge of the carpet. And then he's like, thank goodness. Oh, and also the guy told him that there was by entering the building, he was scanned into a comics. He, he will be in the comics for good. And that he's a comic book character, right? Yeah. And so anyway, so he's like, I beat him because he can only transform into liquid. He can transform. But once he hits that shape, he can't uh, or that, you know, state of matter, he can't come back. And so he turned him into liquids and he, he needs to go back to solids or some shit. So anyway, like he has the like he has the thought capabilities of whatever he is. I, I don't even know that it's that far. He just couldn't go back you know once so he just 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 lazy yeah what we're looking at here <laughs> yeah yeah and so then the kids playing with his sister he's decided that he likes her because you know he almost died and yeah. so he's playing with his sister at his house that happens a lot in goosebumps yeah so he cuts a slice of cake and accidentally cuts himself for the first time on a sharp knife in a goosebumps book he does cut himself huh. but then ink starts spilling out and oh, that's neat. the end. I like that. Like, and it's four color ink. Yeah. And his sister's like, wow. And he's like, something tells me this isn't over. So I don't even know where to start with that one. Why was the masked mutant pretending to be a little girl on the bus? I don't know. I don't know. Like it sounded like he was a dude, right? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just a, a trap? I don't know. I guess, but who's he trying to trap? Uh, his next adversary. I guess he got bored of the League of Good Guys or whatever. I don't know. It was weird. It was real weird. But so far, one of the better goosebumps. Two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I I forgot real quick. Um, if I could say something about mine again. Uh, the thing that probably pissed me off about the whole uh, 
thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is that he seems to do like ancillary research on the subjects he's supposed to be covering, right? Um, like ancient Egypt or or whatever. But he made it a point to make the kid in mine really like video games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like he was complaining that his mom wouldn't use or let him use this Game Boy while they were driving down uh, next to the Nile. Right. And he, he calls out that his cousin is better at him um, in Super Mario Land is what it says. And he's like, but of course she is. She has a Super Nintendo and I only have regular Nintendo. Right. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Land was for the Game Boy. Super Mario World was for the Super Nintendo. I don't know, man. Scholastic uh, could have needed you to it, be. It almost ruined the whole book for me. Well, dude, that that's <laughs> like there's a uh, thing in uh, Full Dark No Stars. It's one of the Stephen King books. I forget. It's the one where he's dealing with a genie. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I forget the name of the book, but Aladdin. he talks about how there was a plane crash that killed a member of Blink-182. This happened the same day as that. But it didn't hmm. kill DJ AM. It burn up Travis Barker. Hmm. Sometimes things happen. Well, I mean, I guess <laughs> this could be in some weird alternate universe. Or no, or you could just land. be like, eh. eh it's no, up. it pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was well, a travesty. Well, I hope the audience can see why Spooky Month uh, exists. It, it's such a success <laughs> every yeah. year. Yep. Um... We have been doing it from the beginning. And what's funny, though, is the first spooky month was only like two months into our show. <laughs> like, Yeah. You know what I mean? So it really has been a part of uh, our show from the beginning. Yeah. We can't amend something this long standing. You know? No, we can't get rid of it. Yep. But I say next spooky month next year. We do uh, tales to give you goosebumps, like we do the same one. Oh, I've already done one of those. Like I, the choose your own adventure ones. Oh no no no! Are those all choose your own adventures? Tales uh, to give you goosebumps. I think so. Huh? Yeah. Well, I've already done one of the not regular goosebumps. Like, well, no, I'm saying we should we and if we have any guests on that particular episode should all do the same choose your own adventure goosebumps. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay. Why don't me and you do that next ep- Well, I guess next episode we have some other guests. Yeah. And, you know, we don't want to take them out of the loop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, people I'm going to do like... the sequel to... I'm, I'm going to do the sequel to my uh, mummy one. I might do uh, the second book in the Slappy series. Slappy World or something. <laughs> Just the, the second one? Oh, yeah. You did the first one already, didn't you? Nah, but we watched the episode. Same these. Oh, okay. Close <laughs> enough. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we will see y'all next week where we will be covering more goosebumps. And for those Yay. of y'all that uh, did not make the cut, it, it's been a fun run having you as listeners. <laughs> make the cut? Well, you like know, we we're separate. getting rid of people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But, you know, um, yeah. So we will see y'all next time. And that's it. This is Wolfman Jack. You've been listening to. Movies and ebooks, and you can check out these crazy cats every two weeks or so on iTunes, Stitcher, 
and I don't know other places. So anyway, leave them a five-star review. Also, check them out on Twitter at BNE Pod. And subscribe to the BNE Master Feed if you're a fan and you a real cool daddy. you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com. Mm-hmm.